2: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and and there's there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss.
3: Welcome, I'm E.G. Marshall. If wishes were horses, then beggars might ride, or so says the poet. The problem is that wishes are only wishes, and they form the distance between dream and reality. For most of us, that distance will remain fixed and constant forever. However, there are those people who know how to make horses out of their wishes, and thus Ride on to wealth and fame.
2: Now look, ma'am, the boy was heard to threaten him.
0: I know, Lieutenant.
2: He said he was heard to say, I'll kill you.
0: I'm aware of that.
2: His fingerprints are on the murder weapon.
0: I can't deny that. Well, then why do you insist he's innocent? Why? I'm his mother. That's why. Why? <laughs>
3: Our mystery drama, Mother Knows Best, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Bryna Rayburn and Russell Horton. It is sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule, and XLAX. I'll be back shortly with Act One. a wise child, they say, who knows his own father. To which we might add, it's a wise father who knows his own child. And in these liberated times, what goes for fathers also holds true of mothers. You children of all ages who are listening, what do you know about your parents? And you parents, what do you know about the kids? If everything were completely on the level... Would there be any shocks?
0: Good morning, Joey. What do you say, Mom? Uh, I say, are you gonna look for a job this morning? Well, I'll go through the motions. Now don't don't let it get you down. The only thing around is the warehouse. Yeah? Two fifty an hour. <laughs> well, maybe if you'd stayed on at college. Yeah, you should
2: go down to the unemployment one day, Mom. You'd see all the guys with their college degrees lining up for their checks. <laughs> College is like everything else. No, college is a waste of
0: time if you don't go to class. Hey, I wasn't supposed to go to class. I was there to play
2: football. I'd be there yet if I hadn't busted up my knee. Yeah. I'm sorry, Joey. But I am going to make it big someday. I'll oh, sure you will. Listen, uh... Ma, you, uh... You got a thousand bucks...
0: A $1,000?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I got a chance to go into something with Ralph and Albie.
0: Who's Ralph and Albie? Two
2: pretty sharp guys.
0: Now where would I ever get a $1,000? Oh,
2: come on. I know you, Ma. You're always putting money aside. Oh,
0: maybe. But it's gone. I don't think I got $100 in the bank. But you've been saving your money for years. Did you ever hear of inflation? I don't make enough to live on. I've been dipping into the savings account and the well's almost dry. Oh,
2: gee, you never told me. Well,
0: that's why I was hoping you could get a job. Any kind of job for a while.
2: I simply have to raise
0: the thousand bucks. This thing with Ralph and Albie, what could make us rich? Oh, I don't know if I want to be rich. I have enough to pay the bills with a little bit left over. That's good enough for me. Why should it be good enough? I've seen how rich people live. <laughs> I can imagine. No,
2: you can't imagine. Mom, I was a big man on campus. I was all America. All those rich dames. <laughs> they wouldn't let me alone.
0: Joey, that was the one thing I never approved of. You take what's there while the taking is good. If those are the moral values they teach at college, perhaps it's just as well you no longer... Mom, now, the homes, the cars, the servants. <laughs> what they eat and drink. Oh, honey, be content with what you have. But I've got nothing. I'm sure you'll find a job. And a a nice girl. Yeah, like my old man did. Worked myself to death for peanuts. Your father was a good and decent man. Sure he was. Joey, dear, don't be discontent. I don't want to see you have to work so hard. Oh, I don't mind. But you deserve more.
2: And you are going to get it. You know, this thing with Ralph and Albie, it's real hot. Yeah. Are they
0: college men, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, they went to college. Great guys.
2: Mom, uh, where can I get this thousand dollars?
0: If only I had it, Joey. I never
2: wanted anything so badly in all my life. You, you know how badly I need it, Ma. Enough to go see my uncle Frank. Oh
0: no. Yeah, yeah, that's how badly. Well, he'll throw you out of the house. Mom, he's a businessman. He'll he'll listen to a proposition. Not from you. He'll laugh in your face. Oh, I don't care. Oh, Joey, don't you have any pride? I can't afford it. No one is that poor. I am. Then get a job. Learn a trade. That's not where the real money is.
2: Ma, uh, well, where else can I get that money?
0: Well, I don't want you to crawl to your Uncle Frank on your hands and knees. I don't care. I don't care. I'll do anything to get that money. You hear me? Anything. <laughs>
2: Hey, Joey. Oh, hello, Ralph. Albie's out of town. Oh? Trying to raise money, you know, here and there. Oh, yeah, I know. The old lady turned you down, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. I guess she can't come in with us. I, uh... I still may be able to come up with it. Hey, baby, that's terrific. Who can you touch? Well, see, I, I've got an Uncle Frank. Will he come across? Well, nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's smart. <laughs> Did you learn that at college? Uh, yeah, that's uh, just about all I learned. Uh, hey, can you give me a ride over to my uncle's in your car? You've got a deal. And uh, wait for me downstairs. You're on. Let's go. Well, uh, come on. What are we waiting for? I, uh... I, I better have another drink first. Uh, uh... uh. You don't have the juice to go up against the old man. You won't find it in a bottle. I said I was going to do it, didn't I? I just wanted to make it go easier. That's all. A thousand bucks? Would the old geezer have that much lying around the house? Oh, uh, he's got ten, twenty, fifty times that much just lying around. Okay. <laughs> so what's a thousand bucks to a guy like him, huh? Yeah. Guess it's like his blood. It's uh, precious. <laughs> You know what I mean? My Uncle Frank, he's one of those misers right out of the books. He loves to sit around at night and count it. I don't believe it. <laughs> Run his fingers through it. Come on. Yeah, no, I saw it once. I was a little kid. That's what uh, turns him on. There's Mr. What? Joseph Dawson, Jr. I live here.
0: Well, why do you... Why do you want to know?
2: I'm a police officer.
0: <laughs> I can tell. It's written all over your face.
2: Yeah. I didn't know it showed. You accustomed to having cops stop by to ask about your son?
0: How do you know he's my son?
2: Well, you're just a bit too old to be his wife, or these days his girlfriend. Oh,
0: what else do you do besides ring people's doorbells and make insulting remarks? Uh, my name
2: is Casello, Detective Vito Casello. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Where's your identification?
2: That's right. You should always ask. My badge. My card with my picture. Now,
0: mm. well, what do you want?
2: I want to talk to your son.
0: About what? May I come in? Have you got a warrant? A warrant? Yeah, I work in a lawyer's office. I know my rights. You don't need a warrant to talk. I'll well, make sure that's all you do. Talk.
2: Yes, ma'am. Was your son home last night?
0: I don't know. I... I work nights. I came home at about four o'clock this morning. And he was in bed. Asleep.
2: You said you work in a lawyer's office at
0: night. Uh, That's right. Uh, Joey, you better get up.
2: Till four o'clock in the morning?
0: Well, yes. (laughs) It must be an interesting job. Joey, you have to come in here. Where was I? Oh, what I do is is that... uh... Is that the business of the police? It could be. Does Joey have to know?
2: Well, I won't tell him.
0: You see, I told him I do typing there. But the truth is I... I clean the offices. Uh, What is it, Ma? A man here wants to see you. A cop. You still haven't told me what this is all about.
2: Oh, well, when Joey comes in.
0: Ah, Joey. Oh, uh, who are you?
2: Who am I? Huh. I thought you'd never forget me. You were 12 years old and I was pounding a beat and you were caught shoplifting in a five and dime. Now,
0: hold on, Lieutenant. I can have you sued for slander. Joey has no record of ever having... Yeah, them...
2: thanks to me, he has no record. Because I gave him a talking to and let him go. Well, have you uh, come here so I could say thanks. Okay, uh, thanks. Joey, last night a man named Frank J. Timmons was murdered.
0: That's Frank. Your Uncle Frank. Uh,
2: Oh, Uncle Frank murdered? Outside the apartment house, witnesses reported seeing a red sports car. The license identified it as belonging to a Mr. Ralph Perry. You know him?
0: Joey, is he the Ralph you were talking about?
2: Mr. Ralph Perry. A small-time hoodlum. Confidence operator.
0: Joey! You said he was a college man. Uh,
2: On being questioned, Mr. Perry said he had given his friend Joe Dawson a ride to Mr. Frank Timmons' apartment. And he was waiting for him to come out. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Several of the neighbors report that they heard sounds of a violent quarrel. Did you quarrel with your uncle, Joey? Uh, well...
0: Answer him. Uh, yes, you were heard to say, I'll kill you. Joey! Did you? But don't say another word. You're not required no. to. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah, I said it. You said,
2: I'll kill you? Yeah, but I didn't mean it. Well, if you didn't mean it, why did you pick up a heavy brass candlestick that was on the table?
0: Joey, that's not true. People
2: heard Mr. Timmons say, put down that candlestick, it Joey. It can't be true. Is it true? All right, all right, let me tell you what happened. I... I went up to ask him to lend me some money. How much? A thousand dollars. For what? Well, for a business proposition. Well, uh, we got into a hot and heavy argument. And... Oh, I
0: told you not to go, Joey. I told you not to go.
2: And I said I had to have that money. Well, you know what he said? He said people in hell have to have ice water. It was the way he said that. The nasty way he said it. it as if I was dirt under his feet. I lost my temper. I I shouted at him. If you don't give me that money, I'll kill you. And I picked up that heavy candlestick. I shook it at him. He looked at me. He just looked at me with a funny kind of expression, as if he was seeing me for the first time. And you know what he said? I believe you would. I believe you would kill me. Uncle Frank, don't make me do it. Look in your eyes. And I I see a kid not even 25, consumed by hatred. I need that money. Why? No, no. Don't tell me. It's something crooked, something shady, isn't it? Yes. Uh, It's my fault. My fault. When my brother died, uh, I should have done something for his widow and his kid. You're willing to commit murder to get $1,000. Yes. If it isn't worth my life and your immortal soul. Take it. Uncle Frank? Take the money. Take it and, and do something worthwhile. Uncle Frank, I. I... Hey, you, you better go now, Joey. And give my regards to your mother.
0: He. He gave you the money?
2: Yes, Ma. He gave me the money. It's in my drawer. The thousand dollars is in your drawer? Maybe. Where's the other fifty? Well, what other fifty? The fifty thousand he was known to keep about the house. Well, I don't know anything about that. You don't? No. I don't. Why are you asking me these questions? You were there. You argued with him. Threatened him. There's a blood-stained candlestick with your fingerprints oh. on it. I don't care what you say. I... I don't care how it looks. All I know is I didn't do it. Uh, Come on, Joey. Ma. You've got to believe me. I I didn't do it. Say you believe me, Ma. Say you believe me. Ma.
3: Well, now, uh, thinking ahead. Did Joey kill his Uncle Frank or didn't he? We've given him the world's strongest motive, which is money. We've placed him at the scene of the crime. We've arranged to have him somewhat intoxicated, which would serve to suppress any moral inhibitions. However, if you need more facts before coming to your decision, stand by. Act Two is chock full of them. Money alone that preserves life, said a Japanese poet. And it makes excellent philosophy, because the reverse is also true. You could say, in many cases, it's money alone that destroys life. You don't believe it? Well, a man named Frank J. Timmons is dead. Why? The only reason somebody
2: wanted his money. Ma, I didn't kill him. I didn't.
0: You have to believe me. You lied to me. I, well, I, I couldn't help it. These friends of yours, Ralph and Albie, they're a couple of hoodlums. Look, Ma, I was only trying for to... a thousand filthy dollars. You killed your uncle Frank. I didn't kill him. Oh, I should have known. You said to me, "I'll do anything to get that money, anything."
2: Joey, I think we got to go down to headquarters. Ma, you got to help me.
0: Now you want me to help you? Now after you committed murder? But I didn't do it. Oh, don't lie to me, Joey.
2: It's bad enough as it is. Now or later, Joey? I didn't do it, Lieutenant. Now, let me help you. Why should you want to help me? I helped you once. You were 12 years old. As it turned out, it didn't do any good. You became a bum anyhow. If I hadn't busted up the tendons in my knee, I'd have been number one pick in a draft. Yeah, well, whatever the reason, you became a bum. Maybe if I help you this time... Help me do what? Get the best deal you can. Cooperate. You could be out of jail in six or maybe seven years. You'll be just about 30. That's time for a whole new life. But you're wrong. Now be smart. Tell me what you did with the other 50,000. What other 50,000? Joey, I got lots of time and lots of patience. But it can run up I don't know what you're talking about You went there to borrow a thousand dollars To you it was a matter of life and death Well Come on Now don't rewrite history Okay Your friend Ralph drove you down Waited for you in the car Finally you came out And Ralph said You get the dough? Yeah Hey, it's great he popped for the thow, huh? Yeah. Hey, wait till I tell Albie. Uh, don't tell Albie. Huh? I, um, I changed my mind about the deal. I, I, I don't want any part of it. you got to be kidding. No, 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 I, I mean it. Oh, hold on. You said you'd be willing to commit murder for the money. Well, that's right. Uh, and now you got it? You want to call it off? Yeah. Well, why? Because I was all ready to commit murder for it. I, I don't get it. Goodbye, Ralph. <laughs> Was that the conversation? Yeah. What made you change your mind? The look on my uncle's face. I decided I'd use the money for... Well, for something worthwhile. I didn't want any part of the confidence scheme of Ralph and Albies. I decided I would do something worthwhile with my life. Just like that, huh? Yeah, just like that. And what were you going to do? Get a job, maybe go back to school... And that's why you changed your mind about the scheme, huh? Yes. Well, now, let me tell you why. You went in there. You were a small-timer. You were looking for a thousand bucks to buy a piece of a... I don't know, small-time con from two small-time hustlers. You knocked off your uncle. But But I tell you, I'm still telling you. You looked around... He had more than one thousand. He had fifty thousand more. It's not true. So you grabbed it all. Now, what did you need Ralph and Elby for? You just outgrown him. He gave me the thousand dollars. I left the house. He was still alive. You want sympathy, you'll get sympathy. You want understanding, you'll get understanding. But you gotta do two things. First, confess to the murder. And second, give back the 50000 Why? Why won't you believe me? All right, Joey. Let me know when you're willing to talk. Ma, you have to help me. Help you?
0: How? Don't talk to me as if I was a stranger. I'm sorry. I don't know you. Ma. Somebody who could commit a murder in cold blood. He's not my son. I don't know him. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry I bothered you. All you ever wanted was to be a bum. No, that's not true. No? Well, if you wanted to make something out of yourself, you could have stayed in college. That's what you think. That's what I know. They'd have had to let you stay in college. Even if you were injured and your athletic career was finished. Stay and do what? Stay and go to class. I did stay. Oh, sure. And they flunked me out anyhow. Because you didn't study. I couldn't study. And I know why. Do you? Yeah, you were too busy bumming around. Mom! I wanted to study. I. I just couldn't. What stopped you? I don't know how to study. What do you think you're kidding? Listen, Mom! No, you listen. Wasn't that why you were going to college? To learn how to study? No, you don't go to college to learn how to study. By the time you go to college, you're supposed to know how to study. Well, maybe if you'd paid attention in high school. How could I pay attention? I was the big sports hero. And nobody told me not to be either. But after the knee injury, what stopped you from studying? It was too late. Oh, it's never too late to learn. I opened plenty of books. The the trouble is, I... I couldn't read them. They weren't printed in English. Oh, you don't even know
2: what I'm talking about. You never asked me how I was doing with my schoolwork, did you? Did you ever ask yourself, what's he learning in school? When does he study? Oh, Joey. Joey, how could I work in a warehouse after you've been the big man on campus?
0: How can you become nobody? Oh, Joey, I... I'm sorry. But the fact is, I did become nobody. I was so stupid I let those two punks, Ralph and Albie, sell me a bill of goods. Please, Joey. I guess both of us, we really didn't know the score. Sure, I, I kept believing I could fool everybody into thinking I i did secretarial work. I wanted you to be a, a football hero. What other way was there for you to make it? And it would have been good for me, too. Ma... Ma, you gotta help me. Oh, sure, Joey. You know, the lieutenant says that it won't be too bad. A few years at most if you cooperate. Well, hmm?
2: What are you saying?
0: You believe I killed Uncle Frank? Ma! Joey. No, Ma, I didn't. But I see. The didn't. evidence, the evidence, Joey. The witnesses heard you. And your fingerprints. I told you how those fingerprints got there. I, I, I don't know. I am innocent. You gotta help me. Oh, I'll help you, Joey, because so much of it is is my fault.
2: Oh, Ma, that's not why you should help me. You can only help me if you believe me. Please. Please believe me.
0: Come in, Mrs. Dawson.
2: Please sit down.
0: Thank you, Lieutenant. Um,
2: you spoke to Joey? Yes. Did you convince him it's in his best interest to confess? No. You didn't? It's
0: not in his best interest. You know why? He didn't do it. What are you saying? I'm saying he's telling the truth. Now, Mrs. Dawson. I believe him. You're his mother. Which means I know him better than anybody else. Why couldn't it have happened the way he said it did? Oh, now, just a minute. He needed the money. He goes to his uncle. Well, he was desperate. Don't deny that. Oh, he was up against it, sure. He threatened the man. Well, he admits it. He has no choice. He was overheard. He even picked up the candlestick. You're getting him in deeper and deeper. I'll even say this. He would have killed Frank Timmins. You'd say that? A cold, cruel, heartless man. He could infuriate anybody.
2: Uh, Mrs. Dawson, you better not say any more. But
0: at the last split second, Joey stopped himself. Something in the old man's look or or the old man's voice, or both, stopped him. I don't think so. I believe, my son.
2: I sympathize with you, Mrs. Dawson. Oh, I
0: don't need your sympathy. I need your help. Look, I, I can't even afford a decent lawyer. Oh, sure, sure, I know. The court's going to assign me an attorney. Some kid fresh out of law school or some old hack doing it for the fee. Now, look, you're, you're entitled to competent counsel. Oh, don't tell me what I'm entitled to, because I'm telling you what we're going to get. We're going to get what they give you when you don't have any money. Joey Dawson is going to get written off. He'll get a fair trial. Oh, sure. It'll be fair. But it'll be wrong. Because he shouldn't be on trial at all. He didn't kill Frank Timmons. Frank Timmons is dead. Somebody had to
2: kill him. If not Joey, who?
0: That's what the city pays you to find out.
3: Which we might add, if not Joey, how? Well, so far, all Joey has been able to do is convince his mother of his innocence, which, when you come to think of it, is hardly an earth shaking event. He'll have to do much better than that in Act Three, because if he doesn't, we'll have to hand him over to the jury. Freely believe what they wish to be true, said Julius Caesar, who was quite guilty of that little conceit himself. But then again, aren't we all? With a straight face, we demand evidence, facts, figures, dates. But with a secret smile, we yield to hunches,
2: premonitions, assumptions, which are based on what? Who knows? Mrs. Dawson, your son is the prime suspect in the Timmons murder.
0: That word, prime, Lieutenant, does it mean only? Mrs. Dawson, the evidence is there. Only if you look at it a certain way. What other way is there? Now, suppose you say, for the sake of argument, Joey didn't do it. Then what? Then what? Save for the sake of argument, nobody heard anything. Nobody heard Joey threaten his Uncle Frank. Nobody noticed Ralph's car parked outside. There were no leads to anybody. Then what? Then you'd have to go find him, wouldn't you? But we already found him. Now, you ask me, if Joey didn't kill Frank Timmons, who did? Okay, I'll ask you. Who?
2: Mrs. Dawson,
0: what do you want me to do? What would you do if you didn't have Joey in custody?
2: We'd cover the place to look for witnesses for people who might have seen or heard something. Then do it. We've already
0: done it. Well, do it again. We'd only come up with the same answers. Joey was supposed to have killed his Uncle Frank At, at what time? Well, he
2: was seen leaving there about 10.30.
0: Let's say someone else killed Frank Timmons. It would have to be after 10.30, wouldn't it?
2: Well, this is your theory, Mrs. Dawson. Well,
0: wouldn't the... The autopsy report show the exact time, and it would be after 10.30? No. What do you mean,
2: no? You can't fix the time of death to the split second. The examination can only place it within 10, 15, or sometimes 20 minutes to a half hour. Yes, but I... I... Furthermore, you've got this to contend with. Frank Timmons was struck on the head. He could have still been alive when the murderer left him for dead. Maybe he didn't die till an hour later. The time of his death is
0: 11.15. Well, what does that prove? I believe my son is innocent, and I'm going to prove it. Don't ask me how, but I'm going to prove it. I have to.
2: Mrs. Dawson, you've got a guilty conscience about that boy, haven't
0: you? I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Ah, you had a tough life. There were two half-brothers, Jerry Dawson, your husband, and Frank Demons. Frank was rich, Jerry was poor. In addition, Jerry died young. Did you refuse Frank's help, or did he never offer? It?
0: I don't know whose business that is.
2: Well, anyhow, Joey was your hope. You struggled to raise him, to send him to school. He could have made it big as a football player, but a couple of tendons in the knee ended all that. And your hopes to become somebody were out the window. Now, look,
0: all of this is my business.
2: He was such a bitter disappointment that when he was accused of murder, you practically disowned him. But then, of course, your natural love for him took over. So now you're trying to make up for it.
0: I'm trying to prove he isn't guilty.
2: Okay, Mrs. Dawson. If you need any help, let me know. Oh, Ma, what's the use? They don't believe me. Now, you left your uncle. It was
0: 10.30. Yeah. Where did you go? Uh, home. I went right home. Got to bed. And before you went home, you spoke to Ralph. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, I did. And you told him what? Well You know, I told him the deal was off. But he knew you'd gotten the money, didn't he? Yeah, he knew that. Well, where is this going to get us? Okay, you said you didn't want the deal. What did Ralph say? Well, nothing. What could he say? And then what happened? I walked away. And where did he go? I don't know where he went. I do. He went back there, killed your Uncle Frank, and took the rest of the money. Ma, what are you saying? I'm saying the only thing that makes sense. But it can't be proved. You mean it would be too hard to prove. So why bother? This way you've got a ready-made Patsy and a case that's open and shut.
2: That's not fair, Mrs. Dawson.
0: My boy's whole future is at stake. If I thought there was even the slightest chance your son was innocent, I'd be out there working on it. This Ralph, he has a record. He's been up for assault, hasn't he? Yes. So he's capable of it.
2: That doesn't mean he's guilty.
0: Look, would you come with me? Where? To that apartment house where Frank Timmons lived. Why? Look, the government has all the aces. The government wants to prove my boy is guilty. It has all the money, all the manpower. The government can send you and a hundred cops to talk to people, to find people. What have I got? If I want to prove my boy is innocent, nothing. You can ring a doorbell and people have to talk to you. I ring a bell. I get the door slammed in my face. Is that fair? Well, I... Now, how am I going to find people unless I ring doorbells? I just want you to come so I don't get thrown out. I, I
2: can't do a thing like that.
0: Why not?
2: Well, I can't do it. Officially. I believe I told you the story already, Lieutenant. Well... Perhaps something new might have occurred to you, Mr. Parker? No. I heard sounds of what was definitely an altercation next door. I could tell it was an argument about money. Uh, did you hear any fright? Oh, yes. And I heard this voice say, I'll kill you. And uh, Mr. Timmons' voice say,
0: put down that candlestick. Oh, It was frightening. Now, did it enter your mind that you might... Go and help, Mr. Timmons? Oh, I was going to do something, but then I heard the door slam shut in the
2: hall. I ran to the window, saw a man come out of the front door. He walked over to a red sports car parked at the curb. Uh, I I jotted down the license number. Uh, the
0: man who walked out of the house, did he get into the car?
2: Well, he had words with the driver. Then he walked away and the driver drove off. Could you hear what they were saying? No. Well, thank you, Mr. Parker. I'm uh, sorry I couldn't add anything.
0: This apartment here, it's on the other side of Frank. Uh,
2: Mrs. Dawson, this is where I got to get off the train. I brought you here to listen to all the witnesses. They all tell the same story now that they told it first.
0: I still say Ralph came back here and killed Frank Timmons. There are no witnesses. Surely the person who lives in this apartment here would have heard somebody.
2: I already spoke to him. In the first place, he says he didn't hear a thing. Not even a fight.
0: How could he not hear?
2: Second, I wouldn't believe a word he said. Why? Because he's a nut. That's why. Well,
0: I'm going to talk to him anyhow.
2: Mrs. Dawson, there's nothing more I can do here. i got to get back to headquarters. I'm... Uh, I'm sorry. I did. You're on your own. Goodbye.
0: Okay, Lieutenant. Goodbye. Yes? Your name is Mr. Jedwick? Isn't that what it says on the door? Um, look, could Could I please talk to you, Mr. Jedwick? Why would you want to talk to me? About what happened here the other night. Did something happen here the other night? Your neighbor, Mr. Timmons, was murdered. Don't know a thing about it. I don't know a thing about it. Now go away. Mr. Jedwick, I'll stand here and ring your bell until you talk to me. I'll stand here forever. Now... You've got to talk to me, Mr. Jedwick. I said I don't know a thing about it. Mr. Jedwick, I know I can't make you talk to me. You'll bet your life you can't, even if you are a cop. But I'm not a cop. You're not? I, I'm a mother, and my son is accused of that murder. Then he's a cop. Which cop? The cop that killed Frank Timmer. But my son isn't a cop. He isn't? No. Well, then he didn't kill Mr. Timmons. Are you saying you know who killed Mr. Timmons? Uh, come on inside. Now, who killed Frank Timmons? For your own good. You'd better not kill anyone. There was an argument next door. You heard it. Of course I heard it. I wasn't going to tell it to the police. The man who had the argument with Mr. Timmons. He wasn't the one who committed the murder, was he? No, 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 no. I, I looked out the window and saw him leave.
2: Fifty, oh, twenty minutes later, this policeman
0: came back. Did you see him? Oh, no, no, no. But this person who came back, how did you know he was a policeman? Well, I, I heard the bell ring next door. Oh, I said to myself, what is
2: it now? I ran to my own door, and I listened. Oh, I could hear it very distinctly. Every word. Yes? I'm a police detective. Oh. Uh, Somebody somebody probably called you because they may have heard sounds of a fight. It's no problem. Uh, You have a nephew, uh, Joseph Dawson? Yes, but he didn't do anything. We've been watching Joe Dawson uh, on suspicion. Oh, sorry to hear that. Well, uh, we stopped him for questioning just before, and uh, routine search revealed he had $1,000 on him. Uh, He claims he got it from you. Uh, Did you give it to him? Yes, I did. Well, that takes care of that. Uh, Oh, oh, you you mind if I use your phone so I can uh, tell him to release Joe without delay? Uh, By all means. uh, Come in. I heard the door slam. And I ran over to this wall. I put my ear to it, and I heard sounds of... Oh, it could have been a struggle. I looked out the window, and I and I saw a man running down the street.
0: And you didn't call the police? Call the police? What for? To report a murder? Why, the police had done it themselves. But that man wasn't a police officer. Yes, he was. He had to be. I heard him say so. Mr. Jetwick. Would you mind telling this story to a friend of mine? Oh, no. Oh, no. I shouldn't even have told it to you.
2: For crying out loud, is this what you brought me here to listen to?
0: Who else could have come back but Ralph? Who else knew Joey had $1,000 but Ralph? Who else could use that knowledge as a gimmick to get into the apartment?
2: this Mr. Jedwick here? Do you realize what a smart defense attorney could do to him on the stand? That is, if he was even willing to open his mouth, which he isn't. Well,
0: I say Joey didn't do it. And that means it had to be Ralph. Oh, where's the phone book? What do you want a phone book for? What does anybody want a phone book for? To look up a number. Oh, there it is. Who are you going to call? Just give me a second. Yeah, here it is.
2: Look, Mrs. Dawson, I've I, I got to be going.
0: Just wait a minute, Lieutenant. Just wait. Hello? Oh, are you Ralph Perry? Yeah, who are you? But I live next door to Mr. Frank Timmons. That is, while he was alive. Yeah? I saw you come back there that night and murder him. Hey. You got away with $50,000. You're crazy. Oh, I don't care about that, but what I know should be worth a little money, say 5000
2: I don't know what you're
0: talking about. It's only ten percent. Be over here in fifteen minutes with the money, or I'm going to the cop.
2: You know what you did. That was entrapment. I'm not allowed to have any part of that. I better get out of here. How can you get out of
0: here? Suppose that
2: man comes with a gun and tries to kill me. Well, you should have thought of that. Suppose you get this this Ralph Perry all wrong. What what if he didn't do it? He did it. Well, how long do you think I can afford to hang
0: around and wait? As long as it takes, Lieutenant.
2: Okay, Mrs. Dawson, I'm afraid this has to be it.
0: Oh, you you can't leave.
2: It's been three hours. surely, even you have to admit that Ralph Perry, whatever he may be, isn't the murderer.
0: I don't admit anything.
2: Not even the fact that your son is a killer? Don't say that. I wish that all the amateur sleuths would let the police do their job. Suppose Ralph is the killer. You admit it. No, I don't. There's no evidence. But if he is, you know what you did? You ruined it. You tipped him off that he could be in trouble. Maybe we could have watched him, waited for him to flash a lot of money. You warned him to stay low, to play it cool. I didn't realize. No, of course not. And this little trick on the telephone. You think he'd fall for that? He's an experienced crook. Your word against his. He's probably got himself an ironclad alibi. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. It's just so hard to believe that my own son could murder. I have to go now.
2: You don't have to worry about him. He's laughing at you. He figured it as a trap, with the cops waiting to bag him the minute he rings a bell.
0: I said I was sorry. I was desperate. I was willing to try anything. Oh yeah, well,
2: be quiet. Stand at the side of the door and just reach over and pull it open. Hello, Ralph.
3: Hello, Ralph. See? Sometimes the amateurs win one, too. And while Ralph is looking into the big black muzzle of a police positive, let us remember that evidence which is compiled by the heart is as powerful as that which is gathered through the brain. I'll have some further evidence for both organs when I return in just a few moments. on I happen to remark that the greatest motive for murder is money. I'm sure some romantic souls among you will insist that the greatest motive is passion, especially romantic passion. Perhaps we're both right. I'm sure that to many, love of money is the most romantic of all the emotions. And there are those who love money with such a deep, and abiding infatuation that they will never let go of even the smallest part of it. Our cast included Bryna Rayburn, Russell Horton, Court Benson, and Bob Caliban. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our Mystery Theater for another adventure in the macabre until next time pleasant dreams
1: in business you rarely hear the expression for life you make a purchase for a product for a service and and there's a there's a time frame there well that's not the case with awaken 180 weight loss